This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You are listening to The City Vent. Proudly sponsored by the Westview Motor Company. Supplying your new and used cars, find us at westviewmotorcompany.co.uk. Well, I don't know if that went funny for everybody else, but it did for me. But um, thought we'd play a little bit of a song to start today's podcast. Um, obviously dedicated to a certain Harry Lewis. So if you're listening, mate, please don't go. Um, so yeah, my name's Adam Williams. We're back with a new sort of series of podcasts with the City event. So series two, we're calling it episode one. Uh, I'm joined by Andy. How are you doing, pal? I'm not too bad. Have a good summer. Good, mate. Yeah, we're... Um, Quite nice, wasn't it? I mean, summer's still ongoing, but June's been quite a lovely month, hasn't it? Weather-wise, towards the end, we've, we've done pretty well, mate. The only thing that I'll say is hay fever has absolutely kicked me in the knack. I don't know if you get it, but... Oh, horrendous. No, I'm one of lucky ones. I'm one of lucky ones, to be fair. But it's just been nice just to have a break from footy, hasn't it? It has. Do you know what? Like we said before, we're a disappointing end to the season. And, you know, one of them things when I, I put a bit of a tweet on from the event saying, fuck them, I'm done. <laughs> Not coming back in so many words, but it sort of grabs you back in, doesn't it, and pulls you back yeah. in. We'll always be City fans, and that that's just how it is, I guess. Um, but yeah, good, good summer overall. I'm going to uh, get the injection next year for hair fever, though. I've been told yeah. that it, it does actually really work, um, so we'll, we'll see about that. So just sort of to touch on Harry Lewis, I think it's important. We've played a song for him. Um, obviously, we've seen some news come out that from... A Twitter account that's got quite a few followers, to be fair. And obviously, the way that Jamie Rain has responded to it and Simon Parker, there obviously is legs in it. And then, obviously, this, this morning, I think there's been a statement from Hughes to say that there has been offers, but not quite good enough. What are your thoughts on Harry Lewis, mate, and the whole sort of storyline that's ongoing at the minute? Uh, it, it's, it's an hard one, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, we're, we're a League Two club and assets like Lewis that are better than the league we're playing in. They're, they're going to get looked at by clubs higher up and in a, in our position, should we be looking to sell these assets? 
probably, uh, if you're sensible about it, do I want him to be sold? Do I not? But it, it's just it's just the way the world is. Like people people are losing their minds over it now. Don't get me wrong. I don't think there's many goalkeepers available to us that can really match his standard. Because last season he he got us what ten points easy by himself. More more than it, and I guess that's my issue that people are saying good business. We're getting money for somebody, but the money is probably going to be quite nominal. It's going to be maybe your two hundred grands there or thereabouts. Um, there's going to be a nice sell-on fee in there, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Quite good to be fair, I think, but. I think it, it's what Elsie brings from a PR perspective, from a fan perspective. Like, he's just the perfect sort of player that you want around your club. And as soon as that goes, like, does the dressing room dip a little bit? Does it have an effect in that regard? Is 200 grand, 250 grand a lot of money? Will it allow us to do much? I don't know. I, I'm very much against him going because of the whole package of what Harry Lewis brings to Bradford City Football Club. I know there's sort of 50 50 on this, I think, fans. Everyone loves Lewis, although some people have been tweeting saying he's an average goalkeeper. Yeah, which is ludicrous. We can agree on that one. <laughs> yeah, as you probably saw the sense what it's made. I was reading it thinking, you don't wind up. You definitely oh, are. We've, 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 got, we've got some people fishing, haven't we? But no, yeah. no, I, I see where you're coming from. I, I want him to stay, and I think he's, he, he should stay, but it's the old adage if. If he's got a, an offer from a team in a higher division and he wants that move, is it worse to keep him off, or keep him on the books when he's not going to be happy? Are we going to get no, the same uh, Harry Lewis? But is Barnsley a good move? You know, League One, yes, obviously playoffs last season, but there's obviously troubles at the club. They've just got a massive fee for somebody. Um, I can't remember his name, Anderson or something. So they've probably got a bit of brass to splash around, but. Is, is that a move for somebody that really wants to climb up the ladder and, and progress your career? I don't think so. I think if you want to do so, if you're going to Portsmouth, I'd probably understand it a little bit more or maybe bottom end at Championship. But Barnsley, it just does not, like, I don't know. I'm just not happy with it if it happens. But <laughs> it's sounding good this morning. It sounds like, like say, offers have come in. We've clearly rejected them because they don't meet what we're looking for. Hughes don't want him to go, um, obviously. So I think I think we're going to keep him. I think it's just probably, you know, chip shop paper tomorrow, and it'll be forgotten about in a couple of weeks. Fingers crossed. But um, I think we can all agree, and if anybody's listening to this that wants to comment on YouTube or whatever, that it would be a travesty losing Harry Lewis, especially at the time that it could happen, because we'll be scrambling around from a goalkeeper, and we'd probably end up with some shit. Um, look at the last eight to nine years. What goalkeeper stood out? Nobody. Let's be fair. We've just been on a downward trajectory with poor goalkeepers, really, since Johnny Mack and Matt Duke. Maybe could you throw in, but since then, it's gone downhill. So I'd be really, really worried if he uh, if he did go anywhere. But... I, I, I think what we need to do really is he's got that extension, uh, that one year extension clause in his contract that we can activate. I think trigger it immediately. Yeah, if we're serious about keeping, trigger it, and then yeah. and then we know it's safe. Because my worry is your users come out and said, yeah. We're not selling him whatsoever. It's too late. It's done. It's gone. But all it takes is a, an, an unbeatable offer to come in, and three days before the start of the season, and then all of a sudden, what we've got Doyle, who's a great guy, but is an OAP these days, and Heath Richardson's had nothing. He's had he's had no time on the pitch 
at all. Exactly. So. And, and to throw him into that, you know, that furnace had just been disastrous, I think, yeah. all around. He's probably a very capable goalkeeper, but to rely on a young lad to come in in his first season, it'd be a bit of a worry. Um, but to pl- flip it on a positive note, I think that's fair to do all, all round. It's nice to have a saleable asset again. I mean, the, the scouting team have got it spot on with Harry Lewis. They couldn't have picked anybody better. You know, they've turned somebody who were possibly looking at retiring and leaving the professional game, uninterested really at points, to being probably the best keeper in League Two, if not the top two. And like you said, 10 points, I think, is small. I think he saved us so much more last season. Um, incredible. And that, and that yeah. some of the saves that stands out, the one at Stockport, he saved with his head, which were ridiculous. <laughs> you know, he's just that sort of goalkeeper that they come every sort of, five to ten years and I think if we're serious about ourselves we've got to keep hold of him but the club have come out and said that they've said it this morning in the paper they said he's staying he's not going anywhere which I love rather than sort of letting him go there's obviously conversations ongoing but I guess we'll see what happens with that one over the coming days and weeks Um, so moving on I I guess the next thing naturally to talk about is the Spain trip itself Um, I think there were a bit of an incident at the game last night where some somebody tried to jump over the barrier and have a go at Harry Lewis, which is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know if you've read about it, mate. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, it's, I, I don't get it. What, what, what's the point? Like, you're a grown man. Get a grip. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's, I, it's not. It, I mean, it's not even like he's doing anything particularly bad as yet. If if you were, you know, somebody who's had a really shit game in a actual professional game that mattered, then I'd maybe understand it a smidge more, but. Regardless, I don't because it's ridiculous and you should well, never ever do that. But I what heard it's because he, I heard it's because he wanted um, Lewis's shirt or gloves or something. Right, that, that's what I've read on Twitter, which again is ridiculous. I read the same. I think Kauzars have tweeted about this, and I responded to it because I actually think that needs banning completely because it, it causes these issues. Yeah, you know, there's kids with signs, there's adults wanting shirts off players, and it's it's getting beyond a joke with people snatching them off each other. Just outlaw it, FA should step in and say, look, it's not happening anymore. Um, I know Harry Lewis likes to do it after every game. He gives his goalie gloves away, which is nice. It's a nice touch, but it just seems to be causing issues. Just grow up, go buy yourself some gloves, go buy yourself a shirt, get on with it. Or bid on them at the end of the season. They put them on yeah. eBay, club. you can win them. Just do it the traditional way. I, I, I'm not a big fan of it, mate. I don't know no. you, you've got kids, so are you different? No, well, my, my, my kid's not too bothered about Wanting, wanting shirt or all like that. She's just happy to go to a game and um, and watch it. To be fair, I I just think it it's getting beyond a point. It 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 becomes an issue when people become expectant of it, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like when when he's doing it off of his own back. Fair play, fair fucks to him, like completely. But then when you've got fully grown men wanting to go and get a shirt or get some gloves off him or whatever. Or any of the players' shirts. For me, it's just it's a bit pathetic. You need to grow up a bit. I'm with you totally. I don't like agreeing with you, Andy, but I'm agreeing with you because you're absolutely spot on with that. I mean, I just don't understand it. I Sometimes I like seeing it. I think if they've done it off their own back, I think, oh yeah, that's brilliant. That, but you know, when they're just begging for it, the big glittery signs and stuff, I think, fuck off. Just go and watch the game and enjoy it. I just exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not for me, personally. No. Um, but yeah, back to the Spain trip. It looked absolutely sensational. Cannot hide my jealousy. Um, I've tweeted a few <laughs> times about it. The lads um, at the northwest corner, a lot of them have gone, and the, the flags at the pub looked brilliant. Just wish I were in that pub, mate. Looked aced in it. It, look, it looked amazing. Like I, I, I wish we'd have gone, to be fair. It, it, it were in the plans, but it never happened. Um, 
But yeah, it just looked like a good laugh. Two hundred. You know I think a fair point here to make is the um, the package that the club put together. I think yeah. a company that's just been created, yeah, Kadima Sports is the one that's run it, um, or whatever. I know the people have been saying they've been running a bit longer than that, but it's a big worry, isn't it? Like if you're booking something for the first time, if you're doing it through Tui or Jet Two or Idle Travel, which sponsor the club, you're probably a little bit more comfortable. And and I guess the price point were a bit in high as well for, for me personally I'm thinking 300 quid or 70 pound for the match ticket seemed a bit yeah. steep when it run a potato field uh, down Manningham Lane or whatever <laughs> people have uh, you know compared it with but yeah I just I it, don't know it, I had a lot it, of reservations mate I, I had a lot of reservations about them it, it, I, I don't know if anybody's been and watching and can comment on how it's been while you're out there but from the outside looking in, especially when it first got released, it just didn't look legit. And it looked like it were all going to fall to pieces pretty quickly. It were a worry, but it's, it's gone to plan. Uh, everything yeah. seems to have gone to plan, unless anybody can tell us otherwise. It looks brilliant. And like I say, we're just, everybody seems super jealous, uh, us included, that, that we're not there. I made a comment about, and I said something like proper fans. And people have taken that out of context and said, does that make them better fans than us? No. I just mean that, you know, for that many people to travel, to Spain to watch City, I just think it's brilliant. We've got proper fans at the club. You know, some of the away teams that come to us in League They're two, not going to bring that many, are they? That's exactly the point. And, and for us to take a couple of hundred over to Spain or whatever it was, it's brilliant. And like I say, it just looked brilliant. And next season, we might be on that. We might be on it indeed. Oh, um, but if anybody went out last night, met the players or anything like that, let us know. That would be interesting. Um, and I think that will lead us on to the game yesterday, um, streamed on YouTube. I don't know if you can watch it back on YouTube, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I watched it back because I were at work last night, so I watched it back. And... That's interesting then. So you can watch it back for anybody listening and see what happened. But um, I thought the second half were better than the first. There's some standouts for me personally, which I'll go through and then I'll, I'll let Andy do the same. I thought um, Harry Lewis had a bit of a stinker, didn't he? <laughs> Fully enough to start with. I'm thinking, what are you doing, Harry? You I know. know which, which were quite funny. That's two in a row now, uh, including the um, the playoff semi, but we won't go back into that because that's old ground. But um, Oyegoke, I mean, wow. The guy's a giant. He looks strong as an ox. I'm very impressed with what I've seen so far, but this is happening in pre-season. Curtis Guthrie yeah. looked like Ronaldinho won pre-season, in fairness. <laughs> so you've just got to wait and see, haven't you? But, no, yeah, he, he, looked, he looks good. He, he, he looks does. like a mountain as well, to be fair, and it could cause a lot of problems next season. Exactly, and and he would be my choice of right. That's the kind of right back, full back that I'd like to see. That powerful wants to get forward, can get yeah. back if he needs to, and he'll probably win a lot of headers as well. So the, he was one that really stood out to me, um, Bobby. So we sponsor Bobby Pointon. Now he did not look out of place whatsoever. Playing against La Liga players, playing against international players. It looked like it was just so natural to him. Yeah. Really impressed. Um, and I hope we're going to see more of him. And hope I can't see it. Hughes doesn't seem to be wanting to bleed the youngsters too much. I reckon he'll be going out but alone. And it's really you sad. That, you say that, but he's the, sort of the only one that's been there, thereabouts. The club are posting videos of him, you know, scoring that goal with that link up with Walker. Yeah. Um, I spoke to Jamie Walker as well. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Andy, but Walker said to me, top player. Top player is going to be really good. And for somebody like Walker, with his ability to say that, yeah, you know, you've just got to wait and see. But we've heard it all before with Keen Scales having good pre-seasons and not quite getting the minutes. So we'll have to wait and see. But I'm hoping and praying that, that we see more of Bobby. And that link-up with him and Walker. That was nice incredible. 
That that was lovely. That was some lovely play. And then that moment, you know, at the end of the game where, well, I think it was about 85th, 86th minute, where Bobby were through, but they were offside. Walker found him. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So that was a bit disappointed, but I spoke to Bobby and he went, I went knackered anyway, mate. I'm quite pleased. So, so <laughs> it, were, it were very hot temperatures, to be fair. So, um, yeah, fair play. But yeah, um, Bobby's another one for me. Jamie Walker, I thought were very impressive. Their commentary team were, were pointing him out as well last night. Um, and then going back to the other, other game at Bury, um, Pattison is frightening. Really, yeah. really like Pattison. And I think he's going to be big this season. And he's, I'm going to and to he's, an, he's got a body of an Adonis as well, let's be honest. I mean, let's not compare. You know, but, yeah, no, you're <laughs> like, that, 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 that photo of Cook and the boys with, with yeah. the towel. Jesus, yeah. that body on him, like, man you know chiseled. What? I was tempted to cut him off. I thought, you cheeky bastard. How dare you look like that? How dare you look like that? I didn't want to tweet it, but yeah, he looked ripped. Um, seems a real good character and all. I think a lot of the fans were in banter with him when he got off the coach in Spain and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm going to pass it to you, mate. Who, who sort of stood out to you? It might be the same, might be different. Um, to, to be fair for me, it's not far off the same. I'm just happy I'm seeing a 3-5-2. I called for it all last season. All last season, I wanted 3-5-2. And it's coming together. And I'll tell you what as well. He looked like Bambi on ice last season when he played. But Timmy, in a back three, he looks like he can do bits. Totally to be fair. Like, he looked like he was comfortable. Whereas last season, he looked like a Sunday League player at best, didn't he? Let's be honest. So this this formation that we're going down at 3-5-2, it looks to work. I do think it might mean sort of like more bench time for Halliday. Because... Um, I can't, I can't pronounce his name. Agioke. Oyugoke. Oyugoke. But like you've already said, the, the boy looks to get forward. He's got pace. He's got power. He's got height. It, it seems like he's got the whole package. Obviously, we'll, we'll see if that translates into league football. But I think we might see Halliday more of a bench player this season, which is a shame because last season, I thought he was a really good servant, to be fair. He had a bad game, didn't he, in um, playoff semi, second leg, um, did Halliday. And I think did anybody have a good game in playoff semi? In probably not, but I think certain players stood out as having a poorer game than others. Um, and you, you probably, the players that stood out as being poor, probably the players that were maybe the best players for us in the season. Harry mm-hmm. Lewis is an example. Um, and I think Halliday were poor as well. Um, anybody else stand out to you? Um, Bobby did. He's He's... He's looking great. I'm just concerned he's not going to get minutes off Fusey. Um, but if he does go out on loan, it's got to be National League, no lower. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree with that. I just I just hope he doesn't. We've got those Pizza Cup games that, as fans, I mean, personally, I'm not really that asked about it, but is that not an opportunity to blood these young players? Keep them around the first team. Let them... You know, it, him in it is, but is that enough? Is that going to give him enough game time to keep progressing? It, it, some game time is better than nothing. Last season, I don't think we got hardly anything out of the young lads in the Pete's Cup or anything. So no, to me, let them have a go at something. Play them. They're obviously talented lads. Hughes wanted to keep the three of three of them or four of them. Four of them, I think, including the goalkeeper. Yeah. Let them have a bloody go. You know, um, I know players like Lewis wants to play every game. So goalkeeper wise, Heath might struggle to get a look in, but. I think this need blooding. It's about time we do it. And we've seen it a, a lot, maybe before Hughes, um, where, you know, Cousin Dawson were playing. He's gone on loan, obviously. But players like him were in and around the team. I just, 
I just don't know. I just I just really want it to happen. Probably more so for Bobby for personal reasons um, more than anything else. But I just I do see it in him. I know that he's a good player. He's a grafter. He wants it. Just let him have a go. You know, he's he's a What's that? He's got something about him. And to be fair, with formation change, having two up top, it's going to give that opportunity because no one's moving um, Cook out of the way. So having two up top, it's going to give that opportunity, you know, come on so like 60th minute and he's just going to run rings around people because the boy's full of energy. And would you not rather players like that play that really want it than these lone players that come in, Nevers, Costello? Do you know what I mean? What did they do when they came in? Like, what difference is that to, you know, be playing the young players from teams above to playing his own? I know we've got it right a few times. Scotty Banks, Tyreek Wright, fair enough. They're going to be players like that. But more the substitute players that come from higher up that come on and and don't really do anything. I would much rather see us blood our our younger players and give them a go. I'd agree with Um, that. So I think that's where I'm at with it. And I just hope that we start seeing that a little bit more. Because we bang on about youth a lot, but... We just keep letting. We've go. got a de- we've got a decent academy though. Like to be fair, we, it's it's not. Don't get me wrong. It's not a complete stream of world class prospects every season. But over the last few years, like the the quality that we're producing from youth system has been quality. Look at how many kids have been snapped up by bigger clubs before they've even got a pro contract. Mm. So we're doing some right. So I agree with you. We should be blooding them. I just don't think Mark Hughes is the sort of manager to put all of his faith in him, which is a shame. Yep, no, I think it's fair enough. Any other sort of notes or comments from the friendly so far? Any other players that have stood out or not, maybe? Um, not not so much not. I don't think anyone's not stood out. It It's hard to tell, isn't it? Because, I mean, temperature in Spain's been, what, 35, 40 all week. For him to do anything in that heat, it's ridiculous. And yep. um, so, I don't, I don't think anyone disgraced themselves. And to be fair, we 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 gave the Liga side a strong La Liga side at that a decent game last night. We didn't disgrace ourselves in any way, no. shape, or form. We didn't disgrace ourselves. We probably got easily beat. To be honest, I don't think we were ever that much in the game. Um, but second half, I thought we were much better. But I think it was just one of them. It's a run out. It's energy. And I just wanted to read a comment out from YouTube. So if anybody's watching along, um, feel free to comment on YouTube and we can read some comments out. So Lee said, Lee Collins, uh, thought we looked good in parts in Spain. Um, a La Liga team packed with stars on home soil. We will see the benefits this coming week in the preseason game. So I think what Lee's getting at there is the fitness aspect, you know, playing yeah. in that heat and, and getting those minutes in the legs. I think that'll that'll really benefit the lads. So thanks for that one, mate. Totally agree with you. Um so, yeah, recruitment-wise, um, talking about that, who are we excited to see? I know we've talked about who stood out to us, but who that's come in, are you really interested in seeing how they sort of fit into the team and who do you think possibly is a starter? Patterson, for me, um, he, he's one that came in. I've I, I I, been interested in seeing how that dynamic's going to form because, obviously, if you've got... He's more of a cam player, in there. And you've got Walker in there as well. So where 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 do we go? What who who's going to give where? You know what I mean? Because if they're both playing, then it's going to have to be sort of like two cams, and then you lose any sort of width from having the three five two. But but does that not come in from your fullbacks? Because that's why you put them in in it on the three five two. Because you've got your right wing back and left wing back. So if you're playing with those two cams, yeah. So then are you going to just have one sitting back, Smallwood on his own? 
it depends, doesn't it? Are we going to go for it? I guess we'll have to see. But if you're playing with wing backs, that's what they've got to be. If you're playing a three-five-two. Oh yeah, they've got to be up and down. But then you're going to be leaving Smallwood on his own, and does Smallwood have the legs to be able to marshal that entire midfield? I, I, I'm not sure. It's one but of them. like you, you see in this team shape up. I was really surprised um, that Gilly got a new deal um, because I, don't get me wrong. I think he was an absolute workhorse last season, but with what we've brought in. And obviously, the formation that we've seen in these last two games, where, where, where's it going to fit in? Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at a comment from somebody on YouTube. I'll read it out in a minute. It's somebody saying they love us both. <laughs> They've Aww. had a few beers in uh, in Spain or whatever. But thank you very much. <laughs> right, Steve. Much appreciated, mate. Um, he just said that, uh, hi, lads. Hope you're both well. I've missed the channel whilst it's been quiet. I really love you both. Love, Steve. It's like, it's like Steve writes Sunday love songs, isn't it? I might start yeah. playing a bit of music over the top of these comments um but yeah where were we mate that's totally fucking throwing me off <laughs> do you think you should have got a new deal sorry yeah yeah uh, and welcome dan as well thanks for coming mate and i hope we are losing harry to the dingles fingers crossed we're not um yeah gilead for me he was one that we tweeted about and i sort of said that i don't think he does potentially deserve a new deal he is a workhorse he runs a lot he's got a lot of energy in midfield um but i just i didn't think he quite merited a new deal, possibly. It depends on what his salary is as well, because I knew that he, I think he was pretty much one of the highest earners. Because yeah. when we got him, we were a bit of a coup. So if he still is, then I think that'd be a bit of a worry for me. Um, is he a good squad player to have around? Possibly, yeah, with the energy that he can bring on and he's quite versatile in where he can yeah. play. He's done a job at fullback before. So I'm going to get behind him. So fresh start for me, and we'll see how he goes. I think that's fair to say. Fresh start for everyone. Yeah. Ish. Um, Stefan sort of commented as well on the pattern, so I quite like this interactiveness with the YouTube comments. It's put, um, do you lads think we can fit Patterson and Walker together in the same team? They both um, play similar roles in similar positions. So we sort of just touched on that, mate, and I think it depends how we set up and how attacking we want to be, and if we do play the two up top, do we drop that second striker, which would probably be Tyler Smith, and maybe have two in behind Cook? Were you whip on your wing-backs? Don't know. Not I think for me. If, if they did both play together, I think it'd be a frightening um, lineup. To be honest, you know what they can bring. Would they work together? Don't know. Walker seems to like playing with a winger more. Somebody who can sort of move in and out, come inside, go back outside, and Walker makes a space for him. So I don't know. I'd like to see it. I really like the look of Pattinson. I, I've obviously gone down on record of being a bit of a Walker fan. To be honest, and I do think he's lower than he should be in the leagues playing for us. Um, if he can stay fit, superb. Um, but it's nice to have that depth in it and that problem rather yeah. than think we've got one man. Because we did last season, we had Walker, didn't we, towards the end, rather than having that depth because yeah. Chapman got injured. It was not a number 10 anyway. Talking um, of Chapman, where does he fit in in this new squad? Just open <laughs> bloody bookies, mate. I mean, what's he doing, man? Um, it's, it's years ago, isn't it? You can't hold it against the lad. He were only a kid. He was, he was, what, 18, 19 when he did it? Um, yeah. <clears throat> probably didn't quite understand what he could and couldn't do. Um, I just think that they're an absolute joke with all the sponsorship, the betting sponsorship yeah. everywhere, printed on his shirt at the time when he played for Blackburn and he gets done for it. I just think it's ridiculous. Um, I mean, not when league, gambling anywhere, personally. When league sponsored by Skybet, how's that going to deter any of these young kids? <laughs> it's this ridiculous. Is, this is my point. Bring back Coca-Cola. It was so much better as a sponsor. In fact, 
I'm more of a Pepsi Max fan, as you know. So I think that Pepsi should take over the sponsorship um, of the Football League. I think that would be miles better. But yeah, time will tell. Yeah, but I think we do need to get rid of it. Yeah, interesting there. though. Do you know what? If if we are getting if we are pushing gambling out of the sport, which they're coming off the shirt sponsor, obviously, is that going to mean that it's going to be pushed off the league? Because it'd be interesting. Now we're so used to it being Sky, Sky Bet, you know, League One, League Two, whatever. It'd be interesting what the sponsor would be. You know, like um, Pampers. Well, Pampers it's, been, League it, it's been all sorts, hasn't it? What what were it? When they changed from like Div One, Div Two to like Championship League One, or it was Coca Cola, Nationwide, Nationwide, Nationwide Division One back in yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, but I just don't like I just don't like gambling sponsorship, and I feel like we should change it again. But Coca Cola probably not because it's bad for you. Um, so <laughs> who knows what they'll do? Who knows, mate? Um, but it, it'll be interesting. But yeah, I, I didn't like that. And I, I think we'll probably see Chappie again. Um, I don't know if we've been fine personally as a club or how that works. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it happened we were a different club, so it can't come on us. But are we losing an asset? Are we, you know, is it us that are losing him rather than Blackburn? Should they be fine because he played from at the time? Maybe not. But we're losing an asset. And I think that's the, the big thing here. Like, what's his name? Is it Abraham that, that got banned? Oh, no. Uh... Uh, Tony, oh. Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony, yeah. Then two strikers that have obviously done really well have come up. And Tony, the one that scored against us from the halfway line in that yeah. thunder, I remember him. Um, yeah, stuff like that, like the banning orders that come in from him. It's just like, what are you doing? Just If you're going to do stuff like that, make it transparent with everything. You know, make it consistent across the board. But yeah. It just fits it, the FA, do what the FA want. Though. It fits their agenda, doesn't it? Like, mm. If if they wanted to be transparent through everything, Man City have probably been relegated by now yeah. because of, because of the financial fair play. They, they they pick and choose, so there's no transparency at all with them. They're, they're all just a piece of shit, to be honest, and looking out for the best <laughs> interests. Yeah, and and what my granddad always used to say to me, you'll never see a bucky on a bike. So if you do know what that means, or if you don't, basically what it's saying is there's only one winner, and it's always the bucky. So don't gamble. Don't bother. It's a waste of everybody's time. Talking about gambling. No, I'm not. I'm not going to bring that up yet. I knew we'll do that later. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, recruitment-wise, um, are we done with recruitment? Um, there's been a couple of comments, and I think it's relevant to read them out again because I'm really enjoying doing it. Um, Stefan's saying that he thinks we're pretty much done, but he thinks we do need a, a right wing-back, potentially. Um, not sure what to think of Clark Adore either. I don't think we've seen a lot of him yet, so it's hard to maybe judge him. Um it means left wing back, not right wing back, because obviously we've got um, Oyugoki and Halliday on the right. So it's, it's left hand side. Is Rydal the man, Andy? No, is he? Nah. I, honestly, like the boy just, he it, it, it just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why he got offered a new deal again. Like I, It's one for me that when that came through, I'm not, unless he is going to be the squad player backup, I, I I don't understand why he's part of his team, to be honest, because for me, it's not industrious enough. And if we're going to be playing this five-at-the-back system, three-at-the-back, where you're two wing-backs, he's not that man, because no. we saw it a lot last season where he struggled to get back. You know, yeah. he ain't got the legs anymore. Um, you need that energy. Um, is Clark Adore the man? Possibly. Um, I think on the right-hand side, I'm more than impressed, and it's a problem for Hughes, who he's going to play. Obviously, I'd go with Ayugoki, personally. But yeah, I think I think left-back is, is a worry, but a dog could be the man. And I think we've got a little bit more depth than we did have. Um, obviously, there's Hendry in there, more of a right back, but I think he can play both sides. 
So I guess we'll see. Um, is we is there much changes? Somebody's mentioned Banksy um, on the chat. Um, is Scott Banks maybe coming back in? Can't see it. He's not been signed yet, but I think he'll play League One as a minimum. Um, to be fair, I can't. I just can't see it. But I'd love it. Number twelve shirt's been taken as well on it. So <laughs> who knows? It's who not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We'd all have Banksy back in a breath. We'd have Tyreek Wright back in a breath. Um, but yeah, who knows? Um, recruitment wise, I, I think we've probably done. Maybe there might be a couple of Premier League loans might come in again. Just, just got... to bulk up the squad a bit, if that. Yeah, maybe a couple of wingers possibly because that seems to be where we're lacking a little bit. Um, we've got all these camp players and you know midfielders and possibly fullbacks, but have we got many wingers? Because this is a curveball. I don't really rate Osadibi to be honest. I'm not. I'm not sure what he's done yet. Um, a lot of people probably have a go at me for saying that, but I don't think he's had a game where I thought, "Wow, he's a player." Um, he's come out and said though, hasn't he, that last season. He, he he came back and he 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 won a hundred percent sort of like confident in his leg. Now whether that's excuses and we're going to see more from this season, I don't know. But yeah. for me, I I think we give him time because I I just like his energy and his buzz. He, you know he, what I mean? Got a buzz about him. It's a clean slate every season, but I think we've got to be honest in what we've seen and maybe expectations of players, and you've got to go with the good and the bad and. I've not seen enough from Osadibi yet, personally. Maybe he's going to show a little bit more. He's obviously a talented lad. He's playing at this level. He should be a good player. Um, but And he did have a good game at Bury, as somebody's pointed out. Fair enough. Totally agree with that. But I think at League Two level against better players, um, I don't think he particularly stood out. But he's got time to do that, and we'll, and we'll see what happens. Um, but I wouldn't want to rely on Osadibi as a, as a potential winger. I think we do need a little bit more depth in there. Somebody's mentioned... Mason Greenwood, but that's bloody ridiculous. So we're not even going to talk about that because if we get him on loan, I think a lot of people would walk away. But not only that, it's it just way too talented to play for us anyway. Um, kits. Let's talk about kits because obviously, yeah. as you can see, I'm wonderfully modelling the new kit. Like Patterson or what? That's what we're saying. No. Okay. No. I went, I went quiet then. Um, but yeah, um, I want to talk about the away kit first because it's my personal favourite so far. I think it's an absolute stunner, to be honest with you. Um, the colour on it, as you can see, it's got the, the claret on the amber. Um, the fit of it's nice, although a lot of you were taking piss out of deck and saying these were a bit small for him. He loved those comments, by the way. Thank you very much. His self-esteem has gone like this. Um, <laughs> but, but, but no, I mean, I, I really am a big fan of this shirt. I think it's a real throwback to maybe the, the 70s, 80s. Um, I just think it's lovely, and I'm a massive fan of it. Um I'd give it a 9 out of 10. The only thing that would improve it for me is having maybe a couple of buttons there and just bring that collar in a little yeah. bit more, like the Roma shirt that we all think it's possibly based on. Um, I think that would just put it up to a 10 for me. Can you see there? It just sort of ties yeah. it up. It's a little bit tidy. I like it. I, I like it. It's a nice shirt. Absolute nightmare to keep clean for a season, though. Yeah, you want to eat thinking. You would not eat spaghetti bolognese, would you? Want to eat <laughs> no, it is a lovely thing. shirt. And then we've continued this from last season, from the blue shirt last season, which were my favourite and one of my favourites in the last 20 years. The What do you call this? You should know as a designer, that the colour when it's the same. What you the badges and, they call it something, don't they? Don't tonal, know. is it? Is it tonal? I ain't got a clue. We're going to call it tonal. We're going to okay. call it tonal. But basically what it means is that 
everything is the same colour on the shirt. So the badge, as you can see, God, I'm going the other way because I'm like in the mirror. It's it's obviously um, claret. Everything's claret. There's no other colour on it. And I really like that. I think it's a really clean look. Um, but yeah, I'd probably suggest if anybody is going to buy it, you probably want to go one size up or two if you call Declan Dyson. Um, <laughs> I'm allowed to say that to me, mate. But yeah, I think um, definitely get down. And, and I think this one is my favourite so far. We've got a third one to come out. We'll see what happens. If it's green, forget it. But yeah, big fan of this one. This is the one that I like. Andy, I'll let you say your thoughts on this one and then we'll go on to the home. I, I, I like it. Like I say, it's, it's, it's nice and clean, and, but it's not going to stay clean for a season. It's going to be a nightmare to keep keep looking nice. But no, I do like it. Very Roma-esque. And it's smart, isn't it? It's, it? it's something you can wear all the time. It's not it's not a normal city shirt that you can only really wear to a football occasion. You can wear that whenever you want. And totally it'll agree. All right. Do you know what? It looks superb with a tan as well. Yeah. On holiday. So if you're going on holiday, get one of these. Now, let's talk about the home shirt because I've gone on record in saying that I think it's an absolute dog's dinner, to be honest with you. Um, I like the concept of the collar i've been crying out for a collar but i just don't think they've executed it right um i get the old ideas behind it people keep saying yeah but it's because it's an old rugby shirt and we used to be a rugby club and blah blah totally get that i just do not think that they've executed it well um the fit of it seems poor a door actually so a door in the photo shoot is were very ill-fitting but apparently that was his own choice he wanted a bigger fitting shirt personally um on Patterson, i thought the shirt looked absolutely amazing to be honest um, so on the players, fair enough. But I think as a fan fit, it's just not doing it for me. Um, I think Andy's got different ideas to me on this uh, shirt, so I'll let him come in. Right. Well, that came back just in time. Sorry about that. Um, I love this shirt. I, I, I honestly do. I love the collar. Big, like, 90s style collar. It's lovely. I don't I don't mind the hoops either. And I, I like the white accents on it and... At the, at the bottom and on the tip of the uh, sleeve and everything. I just think it's a nice, smart shirt. And I don't understand why everybody dislikes it so much. But saying that, I'm not I'm not the biggest guy for fashion. Like, I, I, Definitely not. No. I mean, I, I'm wearing one of our T-shirts. So like, that tells you everything you need to hey, know. The, can you just have, let's have a look at that T-shirt? Stand up. Show us your tits. Oh, you, know, your tits but... you don't want to see me stood up. Come on, let's have a look. <laughs> There you go. I just wanted, that's that's all we need to see. So as you can see, this is one of the shirts we've done. Um, and they spent the ages doing this, but they're all like beer mats and beer inspired. Uh, really, really like these. They've come out really well. So if anybody wants one, they're, they're on the website. But I love that shirt, and I'll be wearing it on holiday in October. So <laughs> well done on that one, mate. But yeah, going back to the home shirt and responding to you, I, I just it's just not for me. I, I don't know what what they were thinking. The, the, the college, like little things, that could have changed to make it so much better. One thing immediately to me. Is the buttons uh, claret and obviously claret and amber brevity? Yeah, get it. But if they were white, that looks so much cleaner as a starting point. Um, I think the the armlets because you can see these armlets, wonderful, tight, really nice fitting, straight cut at the bottom, superb. The cut on them are like they're sort of like crisscrossed and there's like a white trim on the bottom. Yeah, I don't understand why? Um, I just like it. It adds a bit of character. I mean, you're just saying you just like it. You, no, there's no reason why. I just like it. No, no. Well, I mean, do you have to have a reason why you like anything? I mean, it's, it, it's if it appeals and sparks something in you, I love it. I got excited oh, by it. 
North fan. And do you know what? This is possibly controversial as well, but the obsession with having stripes or hoops or whatever. Let's let's try something different. We're Claret and Amber, obviously. Why not go with the waddle, which is what I call it. You know, the half and half. Yeah, Superb yeah. shirt. Loved it. Um, something like that. Or the diamonds. Obviously, we've got stuff. We like the diamonds, um, don't we? But something like that. Just go a little bit. You know, push it a little bit. I know Sparks obviously likes the stripes. He's come out and said that. But I'd like to see us change a little bit and have something a bit different. I know we've done that this year with the horizontal. Is that right? Horizontal? Yeah, sideways. horizontal stripes. But whatever. I'll just... I don't think we've executed it well. And I'm staying with that view. What I would say is, if I'm wanting to go and buy it, I like it. If not, it's not for me. And I obviously don't like it. Hmm. And I, I just wouldn't buy that shirt. So I'm yeah. going to have to disagree. I think we can both agree, though, that green training kit is diabolical. I just don't understand. Like, it, it, it's, it's disgusting. It's <laughs> I don't get it. To do something a little bit different, um, they went to the shop, me and Deck, and they've, they've got some blue ones as well that are really nice. They're for the women's team, I think. Yeah. I looked at the tags, and I think the, the women's ones, but they were really good. Uh, really nice, bright colour, um, but green is just... Green doesn't look good on anybody. Maybe on Margot Robbie, possibly. But anything look good on her. But yeah, I mean, I just, I just, green's just not a colour for me and I just yeah. never wear it. So I think they might struggle to sell things. Um, Stefan's saying, wish we had blue diamonds like your bucket hat. That would be unreal. Totally with you, mate. Totally blue agree. We'd sell more hats as well. So yeah, do it, lads. <laughs> Get it on. Uh, we've got t- towels are available as well. Uh, no, um, yeah, totally agree. I think that something like that, it's 90s, it's out there. All these 90s patterns are coming back. Carlisle's shirt, if anybody's seen that, very out there, especially the away one. Love it. I'm all for that. Do something different. Because um, it feels sometimes that clubs try and do something different, but they don't like go balls to the wall with it. They sort of go halfway. Yeah. don't really execute it well. But, it don't work when you when you don't go all the way with it. You, you've got to be like all in or not totally all. A lot of people loving the diamond seals as well. Um, the blue one with the black collar, that's a belt of a shirt. Somebody had on in Benidorm, actually. Really, really nice top. Um, and there's another one as well, the Freeman's... Um, like lightning bolt shirt, that's a good one. It's oh, we 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 down side at arms. Yeah, that's a that, that is nice. Really nice, and I do like black shorts. I think as well. I think that's for me. Um, Stockport. Somebody's mentioned Stockport shirts every year. They nail it, don't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for kits. Obviously, we've got a third kit coming out at some point. Um, but on kits, should we be releasing them sooner? Absolutely. Should we release them at the same time? Maybe not. I quite like that what they're doing it's a business ploy obviously yeah it doesn't make business sense to release them all at the same time does it it doesn't release them in summer when the season's finished get them in so people can buy them and go on holiday with them yeah because there's people on that periphery that probably gone on holiday and think well i won't wear one again so it makes a business you know it makes it business sense to do it earlier i just don't understand it but i think macron have had some supplier issues because everybody seems to have macron at the minute and i can see why because the little touches on these shirts are incredible um, so, moving on from kits, I want to talk about this mural. So, if anybody's not seen it, um, I think it's all over Twitter now. It's a big chicken. No, it's not. It's a big bantam, basically. <laughs> so, at the back of the main stand, they've hired somebody to come in, and that horrible grey wall where the steps are, they've got a big mural on it that's like a bantam. Um, they've got some, it's got quotes on there as well, and I don't know if you know what it says. No, oh, it's something about the uh, it's the badge on the chest. Or I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's not it finished yet, it says, is it? It says forever League Two. 
No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it says. Something about fighting and winning yeah. and whatever. Well, when it's finished, that's going to look shit up, that is. It is. I'm so pleased they've done it because it was so ugly, that wall, wasn't it, mate? Yeah, but they need to give steps to clean, don't they? Yeah, and well. I think children will do that. If not, yeah, Andy said that he'll volunteer. So if you're listening, Ryan, Andy and some volunteers will come and paint them steps for you, jet wash them and, and all that. But yeah, it's not finished yet. But I really like these little touches that are going on around the club to improve the look of it and to tidy the place up a little bit. I think the mural should go all the way along the back of that car park as well because that's all a horrible grey wall. I think there should be a mural in there of Stuart. It should be like moments. Stuart falling off the car. All little moments <laughs> going out history along there like funny things rather than just serious all the time. Love oh, that. Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Look, it looks nice. Talking of paintings, actually. That's yes. stupid idea that you gave me. I've it's done not it stupid. And I've sent it. And um, You've sent it? You've done it? I've sent it, done it, finished it with right. you as we speak, sir. I'm looking. And it's, it's not a stupid idea, by the way. It's if ridiculous. If anybody is familiar with Renaissance paintings um, and the creation of Adam in particular, not that it's anything to do with being my name, but I've asked Andy to do a... <laughs> oh, that is unreal. I just snorted. That is unreal, mate. So I've asked Andy to do a version of it. Um, can we share this on, on here? Will it work? I don't know. Uh, um, you can... If it, if you're looking on your phone, just hold your phone up to the camera. Oh, yeah, hold on. That's superb. <laughs> Where's my camera? I don't think you can. No, you can't see it, can you? Oh, maybe. Hold on. Yeah, it's gone into focus. Right. So, hold on. Can't see Hughesy, can you? See it. So, I've asked Andy to do me a version of Mark Hughes and Andy Cook as God and Adam, the first man. And I think he's done an absolutely brilliant job of it, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, love that. Love that, mate. Well done. You get me. You get me to do some seriously strange shit. That is the kind of mural that City should be putting on the wall. Brilliant. Could you, ima- could you imagine that at back at stand next to that lovely chicken going bite steps and then you've just got a naked Andy Cook Brilliant. touching Mark Hughes' finger? Like, well, we all know that it likes being naked as well, so it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, we'll, we'll be sending Andy that later. But, yeah, we might, might put it on some beer mats or something. Who knows? Love that, mate. Smashed it. Tickled me. Yeah. Um, so... I just wanted to briefly break up the conversation a little bit about summertime. And it got me thinking, when I was a kid and I come home from school, right, there was nothing as disappointing in summertime than coming home and I say, man, what's for tea? Fucking salad. Oh. You are Salad. And I, I just, you know, when you're starving, you come home from school, you work right hard all day, like you've got a job. You've come home <laughs> and she's made you a salad. I thought about it the other day because... 
I just I don't I don't mind having a salad. I'm trying to lose a bit of timber at minute, but fuck me, the disappointment is unreal, isn't it? Did you have no. the same, or is that just my life? No, I, I I'm quite partial to a salad. I got excited. <laughs> well, I, I don't look like it, but no, but no, I like I do I do like a salad. I'm not kidding. I'm not fattest. I'm not to say that to me, mate. Um, he, he is. He abuses me all the time. But what, what would you like? What would you call a salad? I'll see. You'd have a bit of lettuce. Uh, right. A bit of tomato, a bit of cucumber, usuals. A um, couple of Scotch eggs, maybe a bit of pork pie on there. A couple of rolls of ham. My That's mom. Not, wait. No, no. I'm let me finish. Yes, rolled up ham. Why the fuck do people roll up ham and put it on a salad to it make it look pretty? pretty. It looks pretty, doesn't it? A, cherry t- a bit of cherry tomatoes. And my mum used to make the best potato salad ever. Like I, I, like I shit you not, my mum's potato salad is phenomenal. Right, and and you'd have a bit of beetroot, a bit of pickled onion, oh, golden, a bit of egg mayo, yes, terrible. Honestly, Slap on some salad cream, jobs are good. Oh, <laughs> I'm set for I fancy one now. You you're just pathetic. Honestly, nah. what a what a shit tea. Bit of Keith rain on there, you know, just just the most miserable fucking tea that you can have. And I'm swearing a lot because it, I'm quite passionate about this because you're I wrong. hated it. I you're hated wrong. it. You know, my mother. I mean, it's not even cooking, is it? It's, she'd say, "I've cooked for you. You've cooked what? You've put shit on a plate that I don't want." You know, it's come you're from the garden. I don't want you're, any of that. You're, you're flat out wrong, mate. I'm sorry. Honest, honestly, God, salad's the one. I love a salad. I like a Greek salad abroad. You know, when you're having something else after, but that for your main meal, what a load of shite. So yeah, that was one memory, one throwback. It just came in my head, and I thought, See, mother, why? Well, when I be when I were really well behaved as well, every now and again she'd get me that Billy Bear ham from Morrison's. Do you that remember that Billy Bear ham? Awful. That, I that used to love that as a kid. It tastes like plastic. It's terrible, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, childhood un- un- memory memory unlocked. I mean, this one a lot of people have. But ice cream man, bells are on outside. Superb. Mum, can I get an ice cream? No. What does she say, Andy? I don't know. What does your mother say? Oh, when the, the, we've got something in freezer. We've got something freezer. Say you've got it freezer. Yeah. What? What does she say? Ice pops. Fucking ice pops. No, chalk ices. No, no. Ices oh, my mum were cheap in that sort of sense. She only got ice pops. <laughs> I think you could get cheaper than chalk ices, but that's probably <laughs> a good point. I like prefer an ice pop, but yeah, chalk ice in freezer. What an awful thing to hear. I know. You know, your, your stomach just just drops. What will you go to from ice cream van though? I just, I just like whippy. I love whippy ice cream. Bit of blue sauce on it. Happy days. That's, that's I, me. I used to love a feast. Did you used I to get free bubblies? Yeah, we, um, from screwballs, the little crappy screwball bubblies. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. it. Loved it. Do you know what, though? I Years later, I thought, I wonder if you were a nonce, you know, giving me free bubblies, trying to, you know, entice me. <laughs> Another story about an ice cream man before we get back onto Bradford City um, is my dad once beat, beat our ice cream man up. Right. So he lived at the bottom of our street in Tor Crescent in Orton Bank Top. And um, I used to go down there on my bike. I was probably only six or something. Um, and he just used to fly down ice cream man. And my dad had a few sherbets in the garden. And he flew down the street and we were playing out. So my dad went, I fucking had enough of this. So he walked down to his house and he said, Right come out here now and talk to me about what, what you're doing. And, and the ice cream man took his glasses off. He said, right, what are you going to do? He said, oh, I'm not bothered about any of that. Just just stop going fast down the street with those kids on here, blah, blah, blah. So ice cream man got a bit uppity. So my dad ended up bloody braying him. Um, 
you know, down at Bournemouth Street. So it gets better, this. So anyway, he'd come back up. Obviously, his shirt were all ripped up and blah, blah, blah. My granddad was sat in the garden with my other uncle um, and a few other people. And um, my uncle went, what have you done? He said, I've just given it and I've given it. And it, my granddad went, I think you're out of order. And my dad went, why? He's going down here. He said, no. He says, Mr. Softly on his van. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is true. I swear, <laughs> God, that is a true story. And he said it to him. God, God rest his soul. But he did. He said that to him. <laughs> Yeah, he said Mr. Softly. That's incredible. Man. Isn't it? It's true. McGonagall oh, was the funniest man in, in, in the world, but yeah, God rest his soul, he's not with us anymore. But yeah, sorry, we totally digressed there, but I felt yeah, like I should get that story out. Um, okay, first game, Crawley away. So we've got the Crypto Boys away, first game of the season. What are we thinking? Are we excited for it? Um, are, is the excitement not yet there? Do we think we're going to see many changes to the, the first team? Excitement's building. Um I'm not anywhere near being able to predict a team for it. I don't like that. Um, but I do think it's going to be a new look 11. I think we're going to, I think we will set up 3 5 2. Um, obsessed. You like him off the uh, goal? 4 4. He says, I want to play 4 4 2. Who is it? It's Royal, isn't it? Royal family. But he's in uh, something else. Didn't, didn't really watch. If anybody's listening that knows what I'm on about, let me know. It's that manager, Mike Bassett. You like Mike Bassett? You're obsessed with that formation because it works, does it? Well, it will do if right. used right. There's a famous chant, and it's oh, oh, oh mysterious curl. I want to play three five two. Did it work for him? Did it fuck? He got sacked, right? Keep curl that is. So, I think you're just obsessed with it. But have we got the right players to play it? Possibly. I just we have now, yeah. You, the the biggest position really in that formation is your fullbacks. Yeah. And have we got a good enough left wing back? There's time for him to come in. So we haven't. So we have right now, but there's time. Yeah. But the way we're setting up, we've got a lot more pace in team than we had last season, and yeah. and I just I, I just can't deal with another season of Cook being so isolated on his own. That's a fair point, but it, it's, it didn't work. We, we, yeah, but would we that work anymore? To, because of their wing back. So many games last season. Are they expected to put the ball in? Who? That's what it needs. The wingers, they'll be expected to put the ball in. Yeah, but are we going to play wingers who are playing wing backs? No, wing backs that they're the in a three-five-two, like you said earlier. Their job is up and down the pitch. But so they're going to be expected. To whip the balls in, and that's what you think we're going to do. We're going to yeah. But if, if you've got a, think about it, if you've got a three-five-two, yep, you've got say like Smallwood and McDonald, CDM sort of style uh, in, in the centre. The wing backs bomb forward, and then they drop in to like a fullback role. Done. So you don't have to rely on coming back as much if he gives them the license to remain forward. And then you can, if you can rely on your sort of like more defensive mid centre mids to, to to fill that slot, then you're going to be covered at the back. I just, I'm not sure, mate. You're right. I'm not sure on it. I just, I I do like four three three personally, and I, but it's difficult because 
I'm struggling with my head. Like Stefan mentioned this earlier, to fit everybody in that I want to play. I, I want Pineson to be on the pitch. I want Walker to be on the pitch. I want Cookie, obviously, to be on the pitch. But it's going to be difficult and it's going to be very interesting to see how we line up on that first because I can't call it. I have no, no. idea. Not no idea. But if you are playing the three at the back, Odisuna's got to play. He's probably our best defender at playing in that particular setup. I like Kieran Kelly. Is it Kieran Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always think he's called Kieran Clark. So, or Kieran Clark, I think he played for Newcastle. Like him. Think he's a very good player. Very fit. Very, you know, adaptable. Just played well at fullback as well for us. I think them two, for me, and maybe Stubbs. Yeah. And you've got Taylor that's come in as well. Um, who else is there? One more, isn't there? You've got Platt. Platt. So who who do you play? He'll probably play Platt, Stubbs, Taylor. And go against everything I've just said. But I think that you need that little bit more pace in there if you if you're playing them three. Because we'll yeah. be totally isolated, we'll be knackered. Odyssey has got the pace. He's one of the fastest players in the league. So if you're playing three at the back, he's got to play for me. And I know um, do you know what we went to Orient? He were absolutely shite at Orient. But when we saw him against them, isn't it? But the season before, he played against us for Hartlepool and they were best player on pitch because yeah. he played in that system. Like yeah, said. exactly. They had three at back and he, he was sensational. We just mm. didn't play to his strengths last season. I'm not saying he's going to turn up this season and be like God's gift to mankind, but yeah. give him a fair crack at whip in a system that he's, that he's good at and see how it goes. Yeah. It, it will be very interesting because I, I just generally, generally can't, can't call it. Um, oh, Stefan's brought up a good point. Thank you for bringing a little sidekick on here. It's like um, on this morning or something. Oh, God, I shouldn't mention that because that's all gone over shit, hasn't it? And, and over the summer. <laughs> you know when you've got somebody in the studio that's telling you shit in your ear? Um, but he's saying that he's excited for the long throw merchant, Taylor. So we saw that at Bury. Yeah. Um, absolutely. It was like, um, what's his name that used to play? What's the famous long Rory throw? Rory Delap. Rory Delap. Literally ridiculous levels, what we're getting. Yeah. Um, he's tall, he's big. It were in, but then I'm thinking he should be in there because massive. But anyway, that is a real threat, isn't it? So it's, it's something that we've missed that other teams seem to have had over the last few years. And we take these poxy little throws, and nine times out of ten they go backwards. It's going to be nice oh. to have someone who can just missile it straight into the box. Our that should be being worked on for me this summer. Set pieces in general, yeah, throw-ins. You know those situations because we were terrible at it last season. Absolutely awful. We saw teams come to us and they had like an idea exactly what they were going to do. And we saw it a lot, didn't we? We, we yeah. conceded quite a lot of goals actually from corners from memory because we were doing the zonal marking, which that would be interesting to see if that returns. Um, not sure if I noticed it too much um, in the in the games we've seen. I can't, I can't think off memory, but it will be interesting to see if we, we still do that um, because, yeah, we, we were a bit shocking. I'm still not a lover of Smallwood taking set pieces either. Like yesterday, everyone were overcooked. But who have we got instead? I don't know, to be honest. I, I, I don't know enough about the new guys to know if they've got a, a right foot or a left foot behind them. But I don't think we've got a set piece specialist. I think the one we had, Banks, is obviously not here anymore. And you always yeah. thought we had half a chance if he was to do over it. But... Yeah. I just I just feel like every time Smallwood steps up for a set piece, it's it's just gonna end up either out of player in stands or they're just it's not gonna get past first man. Apparently Easter were taking him yesterday. But will we see Easter? I, I love Easter by the way. Easter. 
Um, but will we see him a lot? It seems like he's a bit of a the new Levi Sutton, you might want to say, where he comes on now and again, don't play as much. Not saying he's the same sort of player, because but I really like him. I, I liked him when he came on last season, to be fair. He's never had a bad game for us, never. But he just doesn't seem to get the opportunity for whatever reason. But we've got a lot of midfielders who have come in, a lot of experience. Yeah. Um, McDonald, not quite sure about that transfer. I don't think he'll play much. I think he's going to be the experience in the dressing room, but I can't see him playing a lot. Um, Isn't he injured at minute as well? Yes, he is, and so is Bidane Oliver, which we haven't touched on, but he's oh, out again. Um, got injured in Spain in training camp and had an, had an operation. That's him out for a few months. Bit of a worry, really. Um, bit of a wasted wage, because obviously we're paying him a lot. He's on a three-year deal. He didn't yeah. come for peanuts because he had offers from League One, so that's a concern. Somebody's put about Eastie. If he had a bit of muscle, it'd be good. I totally agree, and I thought that's what Odisuna lacked last season, that bit of strength. Um, I think a lot, of, a lot of players, when they're sort of maturing that's what they need to start doing nowadays in the modern game um, and you'll start bossing midfields if Eastie were a unit totally agree mm. I think it's starting most most teams in League 2 but we want to get on with this because we've nearly been going an hour and there's a lot that I want to talk about still um, <laughs> so first game obviously on the way Crawley away be interesting to see what happens with them as well because they're in disarray um but yeah, hopefully we'll give him a good stuff in and, and start the season well. We've got a bit of an easy, easyish start actually. Colchester after it's, that. It's not too bad. No, I mean I'm saying easy. You don't know what you're going to face, do you? Until it starts. No, but, but it's, on the, it's, on the face it could be worse. It could be it could worse. Be. It could be. Um, but we'll see. Stockport away on the Tuesday after that. I think after the Markham game. Yeah. So yeah, that, that'll be a tough game. That's probably the the test early yeah. Um Membership. So, obviously, hmm. City have rolled out the membership over the last couple of seasons. Um, they did a couple of tweets before the last, end of last season saying that don't start introducing points for products. So, if you bought something in the shop, you got points for your away membership, which is what it is, really. It's for it's used to be the away product card that we had, but now we're doing it as a membership scheme to reward loyal fans. So, is a loyal fan somebody who spends 20 quid on 20 Mars bars in the shop? Is a loyal fan somebody who goes to away games and follows the team? Is a loyal fan somebody who goes to home games as well? Now, I'm going to say my piece on it, and I'll come to you, Andy. For me, if this point system should work, it should only really reward people, for me, going up to away games. I know that's going to upset a lot of people because there's people that live away and travel long distance. I've got a personal friend that does that, um, Stuart. He comes from the South Coast to maybe... 12 or 13 home games a season. Um, so situations like that, I do feel for that in particular. But you've got to reward people that are going week in, week out to away games for me. And that should be where the points come from because that's what it's all about. People probably disagree with me, which is fair enough, but that's the way I see it. You should reward loyalty of going away. Not for what you pay, how much money you've got. And the one last thing I want to say on this is you should not be able to pay for points. So we've got the membership scheme where I think it's 30, 40 quid, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. Um, you join it and then you get 100 points in your account. That's wrong. I get it as a business decision and this club has to make money in certain ways. The season tickets are cheap, so we've got to make money. But I just think that's like morally wrong, personally. I don't think you should be rewarded for that. If you want to reward people in different ways, fair enough. Give them a free ticket to a Pete's Cup game or a League Cup game or something as part of that membership. I don't think that they should be getting points in their away account. So that's my little speech on it. 
vote for me if you want MP, choose Brick. Um, Andy, what are your thoughts, mate? Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I think something needs to be in place. I just don't think this is the way for it. Um, I don't agree with having being able to buy points, and I don't think, especially for a club like Bradford, like going to, going to a kiosk and like you say, buying 20 Mars bars will get you 20 points or whatever. Like, we're, we're, we're a working class club at the end of the day. We're, Bradford's not a well-to-do area. So basically giving prior, giving points to those who can pay the most just totally goes against the ethos of everything that is Bradford City for me. I think it needs to be taken down and looked at. And you're quite right. Reward the fans that are going to every game, home and away. You know, every, 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 I'm not saying any fans are bigger fans or better fans than anyone else. But these people that are going to away games, regardless of where you're travelling from, you're, you're racking up the miles. It's, it's not cheap, especially in a cost of living crisis. So for, for me, they need to have a real good look at it and see how they can reward fans like that go to every game home and away rather yeah. than being able to buy points. One of the arguments is that the people who go to every game should be all right anyway because they've probably accumulated enough points. But if you're maybe a fan this season, let's say you've just got to a certain age where you can go away on your own, you know, you're 18, whatever, and you want to go to every game. You know, you started going to the first few games at season away, you've gone to the first five, you get to try to think of something that you'll struggle for tickets for. Let's say Stockport, for example, or Markham. Hmm. All comes a belt in a way day. Can't wait for that to return. And you can't get a ticket. You'd be a bit gutted, wouldn't you? Because yeah. you probably haven't accumulated enough points yet. But should they be rewarded with that? Possibly. So, I don't know. I, I think that it's a better model than having a, an away priority thing that you just pay for outright. But it's you're still paying for something, but in a different way. Yeah. So, I think that the club really need to have a think about it, personally. Um and just reward fans that are going to. Maybe you maybe have to include home games, and I'd be kind of all right with that because of the people that do travel to home games from further away. Yeah. But it's got to just be going to games. That is it. You can't buy points in any different, any particular way. That should be forbidden for me. But I don't know. I it, I get it from a business business perspective. You've got to make money, but don't squeeze the fans. I think that that's what it will start to look like. Um, the more that it might happen and, and things are happening, um, especially with the we mentioned the travel earlier as well, that was yeah. quite expensive what you were getting. Um, you know, how much of that is profit for the club? We probably will never know. Um, and yes, we need to make money, but maybe do it in different ways. There's a yeah. lot of other ways that you could do that. So, yeah, um, halftime entertainment. So, at the meeting, Johnny were, went on record to say that he thinks that there should be Zumba at. Um, at half time at games, so if anybody knows who I mean by that, it's a, a lad called Johnny Brayson. He said it to Ryan Sparks and Mark Hughes, and they both looked at each other like, What the fuck are you on about? Which I probably thought the same, to be honest. Um, I think that something does need to improve. Why not get local bands on? I've said this before, let yeah. have a little set, play a couple of songs at half time, get people going a little bit. Is the logistics of that possible? Probably not, because you might get you know indentations in the pitch and all the equipment and blah blah blah. Bloody crossbar challenge, something simple. 
you know, get them big odd balls and get two people to run at each other from away fans, our fans, and try and score a goal in even net. Just keep it simple. Um, it's very downbeat at half time. I know people are going to get a beer, but some people do like to see what's going on. So that would be nice. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what you think, mate. I know you don't go to loads of uh, home games because you, you're based in Wales, but. From what you do see, do you think that things should improve or do you not think it's... It's, all, it's always been case, hasn't it, though, to be fair. I mean, saying that, when when I were in school at Icrags in Shipley, um, we played at Valley Parade and they used to do it. They used to bring school teams on at half-time yep. and you'd have a little sort of like five-a-side game. At, at, we were at like the Midland Road side at pitch. We'd have a five-a-side game maybe a penalty shot if it were a draw end. And it, it were a bit of sum up. It, it's better than no, to be fair. Yeah. So bring it back. Like get, get the kids and the local community involved in it. We seem to lack fan interaction in general, I think, at games. Um, there's groups that do things. Northwest Corner do a great job in what they do with the flags up there, try and get people involved. Um, we've obviously done the, the flag in the cot now and again. Don't know if we're going to continue that. If anybody's interested in helping us with that, please message us. <laughs> it is a big commitment. It's really easy to get it on and off, but it is a big commitment to do it at games. People expect it, but it's hard when you've got families and other stuff going on in life. So we'll see what happens with that one. Um, but I just feel like they could be doing more. Get Billy Bantam to maybe... I know we, I, I joked on Twitter about Lenny used to throw sweets in the crowd. I remember that. That was such I a good memory. That. What you wanted to do, a catch-up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At that yeah. time. A little black crack <clears throat> or a fruit salad, wasn't it? Exactly. Could you not do that? I know there's a health and safety risk, but come on. Just do soft sweets or something. I don't, I don't know. Foamy bananas. Everyone likes foamy bananas and then little pink shell things. Anyway, I'm not digressing on sweets, but, you know, do something like that. Interact with fans, get the kids really interested in it, get them early, go from there. Because they're not interested in football at that age. They're more interested in little things that go on like that. So I think we're missing a trick and it won't cost a lot. There'll be volunteers that would love to get involved and do stuff. Yeah. Um, and just on that particular note, is the back of the cop, we've got the fan zone, which is a very half-assed attempt in my personal opinion. Yeah, I know they've probably got ideas to do things, but do something else. Get... Just I've said this so many times. Get a local vendor, whether it's them from Peacock's Bar or another um, curry or Indian restaurant in Bradford. Get them to make some starters in little heaters or whatever. People would eat that up. Yeah, they can get ten percent of the takings if they want to. You know, city, city. But the money that they make on beers, if they had that stuff going on and little gazebos, maybe people selling stuff. We'll sell some of our shit. People <laughs> might buy it. You know, just have little gazebos and stuff and yeah. let people and have a bit of a. A day out and enjoy it you know we don't do any of that yeah our fan our, our fan zones just it's not a fan zone is it it's just a, it's just a little kiosk with it's a kiosk with, with a square painted out for someone to play guitar if they fancy it yeah, but, and that that is it's pushed all the way to outside the bantams bar like get yeah. him at the top get him at the top somewhere i know it's not a big area i know it's not a massive area but get some gazebos out there like stefan said some big gazebos over it like they've got like they had in the fan zone in spain People would love it. Yeah. Because you can do that all the way through the season if you've got them big marquee gazebo things. I'm all for that. Yeah. I'm all for that. Because, you know, likes of me, Gareth's listening actually. Hello, Gareth. Hope you're having a lovely day. Um, we go to generally Latvian now because it's cheap. It's good beer and all of that. Chesu light, superb stuff. Um, or, or North Parade. So get it, get people there. 
you know, maybe, maybe have it a little bit cheaper as well, the beer outside. And I know mm. they've probably got that contract with Molson Coors or whatever, but I think that'd attract people, you know, spending a little bit less. Um, and, so, and Gareth put here as well about beers, maybe at half time in the stadium. Why can we not pour the pints before half time? That makes sense. And pick up and, and move because it's bedlam. It's absolute bedlam. You can't even stand it. It's so on it. It's in, in cop. It's always even when I was going week in week out. It were always case like trying to get anything at half time is hard work. You have to leave yeah. five ten minutes before half time whistle to even get near a queue. Totally agree. There's nothing pulling fans there. If you had like little, this is going to sound ridiculous, and people are going to. To call me a dickhead, but you know when you go like to your local fairs, you know, yeah. in your local villages, there's loads around here, and you have like little things going on that kids not coconut shies, but like scoring goals against little, you know, stuff like that outside. Yeah. You know, you could have that in one at corners, so kids could go and you, you'll you'll win a little shitty football or something. You know, you pay a couple of quid to have a go, stuff like that, or little city teddies. You know, just have yeah. like more of an atmosphere, get people pulled in down there. Give me the job. I'm the right. Make man. it happen. Make it Drop happen. In. Vote me in. No, I'm only kidding. But it would be better. I think there's a lot of potential and there's a lot of fans that would go down if there were more going on. Especially, we get 17,000. A lot of people take the kids now because it's cheap. Get yeah. them down there, spending a bit of money. Get sweets outside, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm stopping ranting now. I'm stopping ranting. We've not got much else to discuss, really. But I think what we do need to do is have a bit of an early prediction of maybe the league table not in full because that'll take us forever but first of all where we think City is going to finish I'll let you go first a minute Andy um, and who we think the top three are going to be and who's going to get promotion and then we'll talk about relegation as well we'll do relegation first actually City first relegation promotion right City I, re- I reckon I said it last season we were going to go up our us and I got that drastically wrong didn't I um I'd like to think City going up. I'm not. I, 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 I don't. I don't know where. No, you uh, tell me. This is a prediction. So it will go autos again. But in 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 the top three then. Yeah, top top three. Um, in which position? I'm pushing you. I don't know. I I'd probably say second, maybe first. Yeah. Right, I'm going to come back to you on my bit on Bradford and we'll move through the other bits. I really admire your optimism. My optimism has definitely dipped since last season because I said we'll win the league last season um, and that didn't happen. Um, I thought that we did a lot of better... I felt at the time we did a lot better business last season, bringing the likes of Rich in um, and a lot of the signings looked really good on paper and I felt like it were really positive, I guess, because we failed a little bit and the way we did fail, um, it's dampened my spirits and I'm still not quite just ready for it. I'm, I'm getting there, don't get me wrong. <laughs> and football, football's back in it. My wife knows about it. She's not happy. Uh, but it's back. It's in my brain. It's all I'm thinking about. Um, but I think that we're probably going to finish outside the playoffs, to be honest. I've seen Ooh. a lot of teams strengthening this season. Um, McGoldrick, at Notts County is an absolutely unreal sign at this level. Stockport signing uh, Nick Powell. Nick Powell meant to be one of the next best things. Sir Alex Ferguson signed him at Man United. He meant to be a brilliant player. Still is, if mm. he can be asked. But that, for League Two, is just ridiculous. So, you know, you look at the teams like that, I don't want to talk about them, but you talk, talk about Wrexham spending all the brass. Mm. They've just signed Kirk from Corrie. 
Um, if you don't know what I'm on about, have a look at who they've signed. <laughs> Did you see it? Yeah, he, he, he looks like a proper yeah. odd book, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. he does. He, he they look like, you won't let him babysit your children, no. put it that way. <clears throat> but, um, you know, teams coming up, they're getting stronger. Um, I don't know we say that. Teams coming down, maybe not as strong as what we think, but I think it'll be a bit of a, a struggle this season. So I'm going to say that we'll finish outside the playoffs, but I think we'll get top 10. That's... That's sad. It is sad. Do you know what? But <laughs> That's there's, nothing, there's nothing from the back end of last season that made me think we've got this. You know, first game at playoffs, I thought we're, we're doing it. And then the way we went out and like totally got to us the occasion, we were shit. And we've pretty much got the same squad. Um, and I was really disappointed. And I, I just think that I'm going to be a bit more reasonable with my expectations. And I think we'll, we'll get top 10, but I don't think we'll be in the playoffs. Sad, isn't it? Who's going down? Two teams. Two teams. Um, I reckon Crawley are going and Arrogate. Who's the first one? Sorry, I'll copy. Crawley and Arrogate. Yeah, okay. Uh, for any reason? Um, I just want to see Crypto Boys really fail, to be yeah. honest. And, and Arrogate, I think they're a small club without sounding big-headed. That they're a small club and I'm just not sure that they're going to have the muscle to be able to compete this season, to be fair. Okay. No, that's fair. I'm going to come back to you. I said Harrogate, but I'm changing my mind because I feel like they've done a little bit of good business. I think they've brought some good players in um, over the last few weeks. And I think that Morecambe are in a fucking mess. Ooh. They couldn't even field a team for a friendly the other day. So I think that, and I hope, <laughs> for no other reason... No reason at all that old Markham will go down. I think Markham, Markham and Crawley, I'm going to say. I think Crawley just escaped in the last season. Yeah. I think that them two, for me, are going down. And Harrogate will probably be around there, maybe Colchester as well. But I think those are the two that, that I would think would go down next season. So let's talk about the other <clears throat> end of the table again. Champions, first of all. And then we'll talk about the other... Three teams for you, automatics, and four for me. No, two for you. Two, for, two autos for me. Um, so I think... Champions first. Champions... I don't want to say it, but... Don't, don't do it. I'm, I'm, do I'm, say what you see. Fucking Wrexham. And it pains me. Especially, right, because I'll, I'll tell you something. I've got, um, obviously, I'm down here in Wales. One of the lads that I coach my daughter's football team with, um, he's born and bred Wrexham. He's a Wrexham fan. So we've got, I don't know why I've done it, but we've got a bit of a bet on. So for each of the games, we play each other. The loser has to wear the other's shirt, which is a fair enough bet. Happy days. And then we've got a secondary bet. So the difference in points is how many pounds we owe the other one. And right. then, which isn't too bad. Hopefully, there won't be that much of a gap. Um, but then, if whoever doesn't go up has to, so he, if he, if Wrexham don't go up, he's got to wear a Deadpool costume to football training. And and these are all little, these are all like twelve-year-old girls, so they're just going to rip the shit out of them. Yeah. And if City don't go up, I've got to dress as a big chicken. Right. Okay. I, I'm, I'm regretting it. Well, it's a bit of fun, but, isn't it? But, 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 no, but when he calls you out, 
you, you, you've got to stand by your team, otherwise you'll act a bit of a prick, don't you? Well, you do, and, and you've got to back your lads. You yeah. have, but I think you might have, might have fucked up a little bit. However, just a bit. to the contrary, I actually have done a prediction, and I'm going to stand by it roughly. Um, I've said that I think Tramia are going to win the league, and a lot of people have laughed at this, including Tramia fans, actually. But I've just, I just think that they, they could really do it. They've got good fan base, to be fair. I feel like they've done some decent business. They brought a good goalkeeper in, can't remember his name. Um, and I've just got a feeling that it's it's always a team in it that you don't expect to, to do it. Uh, Stevenage last season, I mean, they didn't win the league, but we were expecting that because it wasn't well. Big. Yeah. A lot of people had them going the other way. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say, Chammy, I'm going to do my three other ones and then I'll come back to you. Okay. So, I have three that are going to go up are Stockport, Knox County and Doncaster. I think they're the, they're the three teams for me that are looking really strong with the recruitment. Doncaster have done a lot. I mean, Gillingham as well, you might just on the periphery as well, they've done a lot of good business. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like too much. I feel like they did what we did in that um, League One season where we just brought way too many players in. Yeah. It just didn't work. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say that Notts County and... I can't remember which way around I did this. I'm going to say Notts County and Stockport for going up. And I'm going to say Doncaster in the playoffs. It's a fair shot. Yeah. I, I reckon Notts County, for me, third is going to be Notts County. Yeah. Um, we say sandwiched in between the two, and I'm seeing Stockport going up in playoffs. I think they'll go one better. Yeah, so it's it's similar. Yeah, it's it's, the thing is, it's it's a it's a really tight league. The only thing that I'm fairly confident on is the teams that have come down from League One. I think they're gonna that I don't think they're gonna be struggling enough where they're gonna be in massive trouble. I know you said Morecambe to go down. I don't where they go, but I don't think they're going to be in enough trouble to be going down. But I don't think they've got enough about them to be going up either. Interesting. Interesting. It, I mean, I don't think we've ever got anything right to be honest. And we've predicted. Nah. Nah. Uh, I don't think any of us put Orient Stevenage. Um, who else went up? I think Can't I put Stevenage to get relegated last season. Exactly. So. I mean, these these predictions are, are usually a lot of shite, but it's still interesting and funny to do it. So, yeah, I think you can see from that that Andy has a lot more optimism than I do going into the new season. Um, it's a new season, so when it starts, obviously you're thinking, here we go, come on, lads. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's sad, really, because I've, I wish... I do go into every game thinking we're going to win it, and I've always said that, and I've stood by it, because I do. I feel like, why would you go if you don't think you're going to win? But... Yeah, the optimism is dying in me a little bit for us going up. I think I'm <laughs> becoming one of those City fans that have gone for years that just expect shite and complain. And when shit happens, I told you so. I knew that was going to happen. I knew it was going to be shit. <laughs> and, I, and I guess that one name that I want to bring up, because we talked about him last pre-season, um, and funny enough, we both actually wanted him to leave last season. He went on to have a very, very good season. Um, that I, I, I don't think anybody can say they're expecting it, but Andy Cook... Sonny Cook, probably the signing of the summer for me, personally, getting him to renew his contract, stand by that. Is he going to have the same sort of season or not? No. Okay, in what way? (laughs) If you look towards the back end of last season, don't get me wrong, the, the service into him was shy. 
pretty much all season. It, it was pretty shit, let's be honest. But it just seemed like he was coming off the boil a bit, like it, it wasn't scoring as frequent. Um, and it, it, to be honest, it's going to be really hard for him to replicate that sort of tally again, especially if we're going into a 3-5-2 where he's going to be sharing the pitch. Does that mean, though, that he might receive more service and get more goals? Who knows? But it's, I, I just think it... I can see him potentially equaling or getting close to, but I can't see him better in last season. So you do think he's going to? Because you said no I, initially. Like, no, no, he's he's, he's going to he's going to do all right, but I I can't see him doing better. Okay, I disagree because I think that you mentioned this, but the service that he got last season was pretty shit, really. In the main, he made a lot of his own goals. Um, playing with such confidence. I think the most important thing for Andy to have a good season is a good start. But do you know what I think makes him play like that? He's having better players around him that he knows. So you, you've seen that we've had a massive intake from the North East, Middlesbrough in, in specifically. But they're all mates. And I feel like maybe when you're playing with your mates, maybe you play a bit better, you're more relaxed on the pitch. But it just seemed like he enjoyed his football a lot more last season. And if he has a good start, scores a few in the first few games. 30 goals for me. But I tell you what, top scorer in this league is going to be so interesting this season because you've got your Paul Mullins of the world. Yeah. You've got Paddy Madden. You've got um, McGoldrick at Notts County. There's so many more. I just, I, I could not call it, but Cookie, I totally apologise a million times for my predictions last season, but he's our main man again. Yeah, and everything 100%. good for me is going to come from him this season. So I think he's, he's going to be up there. A lot of people are agreeing. Lee's agreeing with me, thinks. And and I think getting that, that better service from players and players making more room and, and stuff for him, I think that he'll thrive. But for me, he's got to go off to a good start, get a few goals early on, and he'll just keep doing it. Week I in, think week the out. big thing is as well, we need, we need the goals to be spread a bit more. Cookie, go and get all the goals you can, but we need players scoring from other positions as well. It just yeah. wasn't happening last season. If, without Cookie, we, we'd have been close to relegation than we would have been going up. I think Pattinson's a man in it to do that because he does like a goal. He scored a lot. I think he's the, yeah. in the last couple of seasons, he's the third or fourth top scorer or something. In, yeah, he's, he's a goal-scoring midfielder, isn't he? That's yeah. what he prides himself on. So, hopefully, there are, there are going to be goals from elsewhere on pitch. I, I think Walker might get a lot more goals this season as well, especially if we've got the service from the two wing-backs coming up. Yeah, I agree. So, can, can I, just, I just want to make a final point on Andy Cook as well, before we move on. All right, can you imagine that, let's just say that, I don't know, play for another club last season and we just signed, I know it's a, it's a renewal of a contract, blah, 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 but you've just signed a striker that scored, you know, got the golden boot on yeah. a three-year deal. That is super business. I think it's a little bit gone under the radar a bit, really. I don't think fans are excited as they should be. Tying him down, he had loads of interest. I think, yeah. some, to me, maybe 12 clubs inquired about him. But we've just basically signed the top scorer in League 2 last season, on form, and ready to go again. So, I think that that shouldn't be understated, and we'll see how he goes. But I think that that is the best bit, piece of business this summer. And it's such a contrast because if you put this next to the podcast from this time last season, I'm totally <laughs> different. Saying, get shut of him, send him to fucking Barrow or Carlisle. But this season, so I'm delighted and I just can't wait for him to get firing again. Um, 
So yeah, I think that's probably it, really. Unless there's anything that that I've forgotten to mention, Andy, that you want to bring up. I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. No, no, is better. Well, thank you very much for joining me, and thanks to those that have joined us on the socials. I look at comments on Twitter and Facebook. I don't think they're coming through any of It's on a YouTube, um, but thanks for people that have interacted. Really appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, this is episode one. Uh, we'll do yeah. more, obviously, um, as time goes on. We'll be doing spaces again this year, um, another bits and bobs, but I'll, I'll post as soon as we do. Thank you very much for tuning in again and deciding to listen to us talking shite. Um, but, yeah, thank you. Hope Harry Lewis stays. A couple of weeks to go. Up the fucking chickens. Up the fucking chickens. Thanks very much. Have a weekend. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.